welcome to episode 100 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Do you know how long I've been waiting to say welcome to episode 100? Well, 100 episodes apparently would be the correct answer, but holy shit, 100 episodes. Can you believe it? I think this is cause for celebration. Yes, let's uh, celebrate a little. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's good. That's, yep. Okay, great. Thank you. Let me say thank you for joining me on this 100th episode of the Bobcast. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be partying a little bit. That's for sure. Celebrating. Did you know, this is a fun fact here. I used to have a two beer minimum before I would record an episode of the Bobcast, meaning I had to have two beers before I could start talking. Now, that's gone out the window for a very long time, probably the last, like, 80 episodes or so. I kind of stopped doing that around the 20th one or something like that. But those were kind of the good old days, you know? I I didn't edit anything. I would just talk and drink. And usually, by the end, I was, like, uh, somewhere around four beers deep. Those old Bobcast episodes were a little loose, for sure. I'm very happy with the way things have gone up to this 100th episode incredibly happy. I'm already kind of rambling a little bit and I haven't even really drank anything. Well, let's talk about what's going to happen in this episode. This episode is, as I said, a celebration of 100 episodes of the Bobcast. I've got some stories for you you may never have heard. I've got some songs for you and a few friends are going to kind of stop by and say hello. To be even more specific than that, I'm going to tell some tilt wheel stories that are just, you know, kind of tilt wheel and friends being stupid as we are. I'm going to talk about a couple of the scariest moments I had on the first couple of kind of paranormal investigation type things that I have done and that I talked about in previous podcast episodes. And I am also going to tell the origin story of the Bobcast, kind of how the whole thing started. It is actually a pretty interesting story and maybe not just to me, hopefully to you too. It's very strange in some ways. I think really like the stars aligned in a certain way, and it led me to doing this fucking thing. So here we are today. There is one other story, kind of a funny moment, and maybe I'm going to talk a little shit about something at the very end or closer to the end. So yes, stay tuned for that for sure. The songs in this episode, well, very special. The entire episode is filled, kind of spaced throughout the whole thing. Ten songs by the band Tilt Wheel. That's, you know, I have something to do with that band. We recorded these songs live in late March of 2021, and we did it just for this episode. We did this recording simply for this 100th Bobcast episode. And we did really want to play music together very, very bad. We took most of a year off because of COVID-19, decided we weren't going to do anything until we all kind of got vaccinated, and... We just really, really wanted to play music together. And I'll tell you what, that felt so good. Actually playing with real people in the same room. We're well on our way to being 100% vaccinated, so we felt pretty safe doing it. But it felt so good to play real drums and not the little electronic drums that I've been playing for the last year. And being in the same room with real people and not playing along to like a guitar track or something that somebody emailed to me playing along on a computer. Wow. Oh, it felt so good to actually do the real thing. There is also one bonus song at the very, very end of the episode. You are going to want to stick around for that. 
That song is a Leatherface song, and it's their version of the You Are My Sunshine song. Yes, and that song is my dedication to you, the listener of the Bobcast, and also to everyone who has been kind enough to talk to me for a Bobcast episode. And you're going to hear from a lot of those people in this episode as well. So yeah, you are my sunshine. Thank you all so very much. You're all my sunshine. Speaking of partying with Bob, why don't we get to the... Beer of the Episode. Yes, the beer of the episode for this 100th episode of the Bobcast is the Foos Gold. That is F-O-O-S, Foos Gold. It's a light-bodied lager that has a not very hefty 4.5% alcohol by volume. Kind of the perfect beer to maintain some sort of sobriety through the recording of this episode. I think it's a very good maintenance-level beer. Foos Gold is supposed to be a very crisp, clean, and refreshing beer, Let's try it and see if this fool can find the gold in this beer. Oh, yeah, it is good. It's really good. Uh, very, I don't want to say light tasting. I want to say, real. yeah, it is. Perfect description. Crisp, clean, just a nice beer to have a couple of, and then you're great. You're not going to get all fucked up drinking this beer. You have to drink a lot of them, really, to get kind of fucked up. But, wow. That is a very, very good tasting beer. Another fine job by Plan 9 Alehouse. In fact, let's give Plan 9 Alehouse a round of applause right now, I would say. Thank you, Plan 9. Thank you, stop. Thank you, Plan 9. And you can also enjoy this beer if you'd like by visiting Plan 9 Alehouse. They are located at 155 East Grand Avenue in downtown Escondido, California. You can reach Plan 9 Alehouse by phone at 760-489-8817 or via the internet at www.plan9alehouse.com. Go in, have some beer, have some food. Tell them Bob sent you when you do stop by, and there you go. So while Plan 9 is kind of the topic of discussion of the moment, well, why don't we hear a few words from the owner of Plan 9 Alehouse and also my friend, Mr. Aaron Calles. Uh, hang on one sec. Here he comes. Hey there. This is Aaron of Plan 9 Alehouse in Escondido, and I also like to party. Well, just wanted to say congratulations to Bob of the I Want to Party with Bobcast, and also globally known as the Bobcast. We've been proud sponsors of the Bobcast and absolutely love it. Super rad subject matter, big, super sexy radio voice. All things punk rock, cheesy, horror, sci-fi, paranormal, spooky, etc., etc. Well, congratulations on 100 episodes, Mr. Sir Bobcast. Cheers. Well, thank you, Aaron. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being such a big part of the Bobcast. Since November of 2019, really pretty close to the beginning of the whole thing. And I am going to talk about those beginnings here very soon, so stay tuned for that. But first, why don't we hear a couple of songs? Good idea. Let's get the party started. The songs we're going to hear, the very first one is All I Care About Is Me, My Rum, and You. And then a kind of newer song called Cloudy with a Chance of Death, yeah, both by Tilt Wheel. They're all going to be Tilt Wheel, so I'm not even going to really say this is by Tilt Wheel. We're going to hear from some fiends or friends of the Bobcast right after those songs. 
then I'm going to come back and tell you a story. So please stay tuned.
Hi Bob, this is Graham from Aging Jock Rockers Broccoli, uh, wishing you all the best in your 100th episode. Nice. Hi, this is Nick from House Ghost. And this is Kayla from House Ghost. And, and congratulations, congratulations on, on your 100th, 100th episode. episode. Here's to 100 more. Woo! This is Jen Arkey from War on Women and No More, and I want to party with Bob. Congrats on 100 episodes, and Radon, and Greenhorn, and Gleaming the Cube, and The Bus Drivers, and Sugardish, and Ramona Quimby, and Gainesville Liberation Orchestra. This is Todd over Razor Cake Magazine. Congratulations, Bob, on your 100th episode. I have nothing funny or insightful to say, but man, that's a really good milestone, and I hope you keep it up. Good going, buddy. Hey, it's uh, Daryl from the Bow Weevils, uh, the punk rock doc. Um, I'd congratulate Bob on 100 shows, um, but you think that after 100 shows, he'd finally get his shit together and get it right? But the format's just a fucking mess. I mean, I, I you think that after 100 shows, he'd know what the fuck he's doing, but I mean, god damn it. 100 more, maybe. Fuck. Let's get to a story. I've got a couple stories for you in this episode. Like I said, this one is the origin story of the Bobcast. And it is actually a little bit interesting. Here's how I decided to start a podcast. Back in the summer of 2018, my wife and I went to a book release party that was, the book was written by a friend of my wife's and it was about her experiences with lupus, like a lifelong debilitating disease that just really messed her up. And it was really inspirational in a way. And I go, you know what? Fuck, I should write a book about the story of Tilt Wheel and kind of all the stupid misadventures we had just being a bunch of idiots running all over the country and the world just being, you know, ourselves, which could be very entertaining. So in that summer, I actually started writing this book. I got like, God, I think like 20 pages into it 
And I kind of went, uh, I don't know. This isn't so great. It just felt like, God, who's going to read this? Nobody's going to fucking read this book. I don't know. This just seems like a silly idea. So I dropped it more or less. Fast forward to, I think it was February of 2019. I got asked to be on a podcast to talk about something that kind of came up in early 2019. And what it was, Tilt Wheel has like a little mascot, okay? It's it's a little pill. It's a pill that's dancing. Davey saw it on the wall of a tattoo shop years and years ago. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And we had a friend draw it up, and that ended up being on like most of our record covers, etc. It kind of became our little mascot type thing. Well, back in the late 90s, we were good friends with the people in the band Blink-182, Tom and Mark, especially, especially Tom more so than Mark. Mark from Blink, in early 2019, started a new band called Simple Creatures. Very important that you note the fact that we were friends with him back in the 90s, okay? And we played a bunch of shows with Blink. In fact, we played their CD release party for Cheshire Cat way back in the day, you might say. Mark's new band, Simple Creatures, their logo was a little dancing pill thing. Oh, and it looked a lot like the tilt wheel pill. I mean, a lot like it. It was different. What was also funny about this is the artist that drew that pill was from the same town or lived in the same town where that tattoo shop was that Davey first saw the pill on the wall. Even more interesting, he might have known or frequented that tattoo shop at some point and seen it and gone, oh, that's a cool logo. I'm going to use that for something. And, you know, fucking 20 years later, he decided to use it for the Simple Creatures Band for Mark Hoppus from Blink, right? Either that or Mark just said, I want a dancing pill because subliminally he remembered the pill from Tilt Wheel. I don't fucking know. Nobody knows. We really don't care, to be honest with you. I posted about that pill and the comparison on Facebook, and a bunch of people saw it. It went, it was, I made it a public post, and a bunch of people saw it. A bunch of people called us washed up has beens that were looking for attention, and that wasn't it at all. I honestly wanted acknowledgement from Mark to say, hey, you stole that fucking logo from us, didn't you? Just admit it. And, you know, eventually. I ended up dropping it. Davey more or less told me, like, just leave it alone. Who fucking cares? Does it matter? No. The answer was it doesn't matter. And even better, we did steal their logo and used it to sell our own t-shirts. So, um, yeah, fuck you, Mark Hoppus. <laughs> to get to the point, the good people of the Blink 155 pod up in Canada asked me to come on their podcast and talk about the pill and talk about Tilt Wheel and talk about kind of the theft of the pill for the Simple Creatures logo, which I did. Then I posted about it on Facebook and said, hey, look, I'm on this podcast talking about the pill thing. People listened to it and said, oh, you should start your own podcast. That might be kind of cool. You have a good voice. You're interesting to listen to. Good job. Yeah. And I go, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And I talked to my wife about it a little bit, and we kind of went back and forth with it. My wife actually did like little logo things for me and stuff like that just to give me ideas. As it started to get more serious, I think she gave me the name, I Want to Party with Bob, because that's my song. By the way, and the story of the song is, whenever Tilt Wheel would play like in the early 2000s, late 90s kind of thing, people would sing this song. I want to party with Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's terrible. That was probably the worst fucking singing you ever heard in your life. I want to party with Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the song went before we would play a song. 
a bunch of people in the crowd at home here in San Diego would sing that song. So that's where the name came from. I think my wife said, why don't you use I Want to Party with Bob as the name for your podcast? People will know it's you. And the other idea was I was going to talk about the history of Tilt Wheel. So that loops back to that book thing where I was going to write a book about Tilt Wheel. Well, now I go, no, I'll just do the history of Tilt Wheel in podcast format and I'll interview bands that I like and I'll talk to about things that I like. That's how the Tilt Wheel podcast, I mean, I want to party with Bob podcast came to be. Yeah, 100 episodes later, here we are. It's definitely gone in a bigger direction in some ways than I ever thought it would. I thought I would just be sitting in my garage drunkenly talking shit for the course of this thing. Here we are, you know, 100 episodes later and things are going pretty good. So, yeah, I do have a lot more fucking gray hair than I had before I started this podcast. So that's for sure. Like like a ridiculously larger amount of gray hair. Doing a podcast is a pain in the ass. I would tell everybody, start a podcast. It is pretty fun. Don't take it too seriously, because if you do, it will put you in an early grave, because it's a fucking pain in the ass if you kind of go all out. But you know what? If you want to just start one for fun, do it. Follow your passion. Dude, that's the whole thing that we Tilt Wheel has always said to other people. Davey says this almost every show. Playing in a band is fun. I like it. I'm glad you're here to watch us. Why don't you go out and start your own band? You can do this shit, too, and have fun just like we are. And I'll say the same thing for podcasts. If you have an idea, if you have something you're really passionate about, start a podcast. Give it a shot if you want. It is fun. It is a fucking pain in the ass, and it's a lot of work, but I do love it. So enough of that. Let's hear a couple more Tilt Wheel songs. The next songs, I don't even know the real names of both of these songs. One I call Yams. We all call Yams. The other one is called Tits Up. Here they are. Happy birthday, Bob. Thank you. On your 100th birthday. I got you a cake. Each song is worth 33 episodes, except for the last one, which is really good, so that's worth 34.
God will not get fucked up. My name is Carolyn Morissette, and I'm a programmer and the development coordinator for Blood in the Snow Film Festival in Toronto, Canada. And I'm also a film critic and the co-host of the Really Melanated podcast. And I just wanted to congratulate Bob on his 100th episode. I mean, who else can bring you thoughtful ghost hunting, paranormal guests, and introduce you to some kick-ass punk bands? Bob, that's who. 
Bob knows we need variety and he brings it. So give me some ghosts, some punk rock, some cats, and the good times. Woo! Also, by the way, I'm your favorite Canadian, okay, Bob? Me. I'm your favorite Canadian. Anyway, happy 100th episode. Hey, um, this is Edwin from Pumps Not Dead Pomade, and I play bass for Liberty and Justice. Uh, I'd like to um, congratulate um, Bob for his uh, 100th birthday. Oh, no. Uh, 100th episode. All right, man. Congrats and um, good luck with everything. Thank you. Hello, this is Jessica from Danger Inc. and The Globs. Just wanted to say a big congratulations on 100 episodes of the I Wanna Party with Bobcast. Can't wait to party again in person. Hey, it's Dylan here from Lost Avenue formerly and Gas Hands formerly. Just calling on to say congratulations to Bob on his 100th episode of his phenomenal punk rock podcast. I love it. I'm looking forward to 100 more or 1,000 more or 1 million more. Congratulations, Bob. Have a fantastic anniversary. Bob, it's Joe Dana. Joe Dana from Pussy Cow. And I heard that the I Want to Party with Bob podcast is celebrating 100 episodes. 100 episodes of quality content. And cheers, man. Uh, hopefully there's 100 more or 1,000 more where you're sharing ghost stories, tilt wheel stories, misfit stories, uh, Dillinger 4 concerts, everything that you do that's so great that your listeners uh, really do appreciate. And shout out to the beers you drink and your sponsors, Red Brontosaurus Records, quality people out in San Diego, and the burritos you eat. My favorite is El Zarape. This is my coffee. It's too early to start drinking, but hopefully we get to see each other soon and give each other big post-pandemic hugs, man. Cheers to 100 episodes. I want to party with Bob Podcast. Here is the next story for you. This is a tilt wheel story. And this one is about our friend, and I'm not going to name him by name. The names have been changed to protect the not so innocent. In this case, our friend Rod shit his pants one weekend that we were out playing some shows in the Los Angeles area. And this is that story. Back in around, it had to be either 94 or 95. I can't really remember exactly. We had a show at a place called the Vampire Lounge in Simi Valley, California, home of the Ronald Reagan Library, by the way, which I think should be like a portal to hell if it's going to go directly to where Reagan is. Because fuck that, dude. We had a show with Strung Out. Strung Out had just released their first full-length record on Fat Records, and it was a damn good record. It was really good, and I already liked them, I think. So Davey, Rod, and I hopped in Rod's truck for the weekend up in the L.A. area, Simi Valley and then around L.A. and stuff like that. We met the Strung Out guys at their practice spot, watch them practice. Davey and Rod knew the drummer, Jordan, from Strung Out at the time. He's since quit the band. He actually quit only a couple years ago, so they, yeah, he was in the band for a long time. He was in a band called Scared Straight in Simi Valley that eventually ended up becoming 10-Foot Pole, I guess. And Davey and Rod knew him. They're like, oh, yeah, you're in fucking Scared Straight, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So they had something in common. We hung out with them. Great time. Great fucking show. After the show, we ended up driving to Northridge to a house where a bunch of Davy and Rod's friends lived in the valley in, like, Northridge. 
at some point in the night, Rod shit his pants. And there was no bathroom around. There was no toilet paper. So, And it was cold. This is the middle of winter. It was like in January or something like that. Rod took off his white t-shirt and wiped his ass with the t-shirt. Rod did not pack any clothing for the entire weekend. So he put the shirt back on with shit stains all over the side of the shirt. Put his leather jacket back on because he's a punk rocker, right? He had a leather jacket. You had to have a leather jacket if you were a punk. Put his shirt back on. Ran around the whole weekend with a fucking shit-stained shirt. I think we played like a party or something. Stayed another night up there and came home on Sunday extremely hungover. I barely remember that weekend other than the show with Strung Out. After that and and Rod pooping his pants and wiping his ass with his shirt and then wearing the shirt for the rest of the weekend, I barely remember it because I think we drank pretty much the whole time because Rod was not ashamed or afraid to drink in his truck as we drove all over Southern California. Apparently, yep, and we went home in the truck. We had to keep the windows down because I think the whole time it smelled like shit in his truck. So there you go. There's a really great little tilt wheel story for you. Up next, a couple songs. I know this one as Florida, and the other one is Make Like a Tree and Fuck Off. Stay tuned.
Hey, Bob, this is your favorite teenage werewolf, Michael J. Wolf, from your favorite teenage werewolf band, Wolf Face. I want to say congratulations on doing your 100th episode. Jesus Christ, how long have you been doing this shit? You must be like 50 years old or something. Anyways, keep doing your fun and silly band interviews and ghost story podcasts, even though we all know ghosts and Draculas are pretend. But I love you and I love the podcast anyway. Here's to 100 more, baby. Ow! Hey, this is Jake from uh, Lightweight, Lousy Advice, and the Lousy Advice Podcast. And I just wanted to say congratulations to Bob for 100 episodes of your podcast. Let's hope that the next 100 episodes aren't as bad as your Taste and Misfits songs. Because Attitude is a fucking terrible song. And you're terrible for liking it. And let's hope that next time you interview me instead of anybody else in lightweight because I'm definitely more interesting than anybody else. Happy 100 episodes, Bob. Love you. Hey, everybody. This is Pat, and congrats to Bob for 100 episodes. Hey, it's, uh, you know, you're coming from the best bass player in San Diego, and, uh, you know, Toe Will's the best band in San Diego. That's not called Asheville. Is there you go. Hi, I'm Mateo. Hi, I'm Stevie. And this is Alex. He's not here right now, he's at work. We're Sarcasm. And we just wanted to congratulate Bob for 100 episodes of the I Wanna Party with Bob Bob Bobcast. 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 What a loser. That means- 100 episodes. <laughs> that means you've spent over 200 hours in your bedroom or wherever you edit the podcast. So good on you, Bob. Great job, we love you. Can't wait to be on the 500th episode with you. Are you ready for another story? I'm ready to tell another story right now. Now I'm going to tell a couple of kind of spooky stories, a, a little bit, specifically the experiences I had at a couple of haunted places. Okay. Nothing too gnarly. Don't, you know, you don't have to send the kids out of the room. Well, I hope you're not letting your kids listen to me say fuck and holy shit and all that. I'm going to talk about two guns first, two guns, Arizona. It's an old ghost town and it's not even really much of a ghost town off the I-40 east of Flagstaff and way before you get to Albuquerque. Kind of in the middle of nowhere, really. This place, Two Guns, it was a zoo. It was like a roadside attraction for years. And one of the attractions there was called the Apache Death Cave. And it got its name because some Navajo Native Americans trapped a bunch of Apaches that had been raiding Navajo settlements in the area, stealing their stuff, killing their people, they trapped, these Navajo trapped these Apaches in this cave, and they killed them. I think there were like 40 of them. Killed them by smoke inhalation. They lit a fire at the front of the cave, and they all died of smoke inhalation. The Apaches inside of the cave tried to block the entrance to the cave with their horses by killing their horses and shoving them up against the entrance of this cave. It's really a horrible story. The Navajo outside of the cave waiting for the Apaches to die in the cave could hear them screaming for hours to be let out, screaming in pain, in fear, in panic. And these Apaches had done some really bad shit to the Navajo in the area. So they were like, fuck that. Let them die. They deserve to die. If the story is true, they did. They were not good people that died in that cave. Well, that cave is cursed as fuck. That whole area 
of two guns is cursed. A ton of bad stuff happened to people who own the property, who turn it into a zoo. One guy who opened up a zoo got mauled by a mountain lion. He got shot by somebody who was jealous of something, an ex-business partner or something like that. It's really, the place is really bad news. So we decided to stop there on a family vacation back in September of 2019. And that was the creepiest, weirdest place I've ever been. We didn't go down to the death cave. You can get down there. It's really sketchy. What it is, there are a bunch of big holes in the ground, kind of the really old buildings, just pieces and parts of buildings there. And just walking around, it's really kind of sketchy because you could step, make a misstep and fall into like a 20 foot deep hole in the ground, right? And there's shit like this all over the place. Well, my son was five years old at the time and he was running around like crazy. So of course I had anxiety over that, but I have never felt that much fear of being in a place just because of I don't know. I have no idea. It was bright. It was sunny out. There were cars. The interstate's right next to this place. So cars going by. But that place is like, it's like a hole in a normal time and space or something. Like it is a bad fucking place. And I felt really weird and shitty. And right after we left there, I got a great sleep the night before. I fucking fell asleep. I felt like shit. We got to where we were going that night. We were staying at Mesa Verde in Colorado. It took all day to get there. We got there to the hotel, really nice, like, lodge at Mesa Verde. My wife and I, neither one of us could sleep. We had, like, nightmares all night. It was really bad. Like, two guns is not a place to go lightly. And we didn't go with any kind of spiritual protections or anything like that. And we probably should have... Things probably would have been fine if we would have saged ourselves or done something like that after, but we didn't do anything like that. So we didn't sleep, had a bunch of rotten dreams. Soon after that, I lost my job of 16 years. And I don't know if I can attribute that to this, the curse of two guns, but things definitely took a turn for the worse for me after that in some ways. And in some ways, things got a lot better too. So I don't know. Who knows? Was I cursed by two guns? I really don't know. But I'll tell you what. I have no desire to ever go back to Two Guns because I really have a hard time describing how I felt when I was there other than a sense of apprehension, anxiety, and kind of just really numbing fear. Like, I, we should leave. Like, this, I, this place does not feel right. So if you want to go to Two Guns, it is off the I-40 just east of Flagstaff. I think it's the meteor crater exit that you take to get there. Don't go without some kind of spiritual protection, though. I honestly would recommend that, to be totally honest with you. And I'm a very pragmatic person. So, yeah. Well, that's a very short version of the story of Two Guns. I did do a whole episode about it, episode 17, which you can listen to. It's still out there in uh, the internet land. Well, let's listen to a couple more songs. One song is called Hold My Hand to Make Them Go Away. And the other one we just call Morrissey. I don't know the whole title of the song. Here it comes.
Thank you.
This is Krusty from Krusty's Corner and the Miserable Failure Podcast. I just want to say congratulations on the 100 episodes, Bob. That is a huge... Let me just give you a golf clap here. That is huge. That is huge. I'm at like six or seven or eight or whatever. I don't even know. But 100... Give me a break. And, and you're probably doing it sipping Mai Tais on the beach, you know, in, in front of the ocean, too. Like, who the hell is this guy? Anyways, congratulations to the Bobcast. Hi, I'm Paul Tremblay, author of books like The Head Full of Ghosts and Survivor Song, and I'm here to wish Bob a happy 100th podcast episode. Now, it's the 101st episode that's the hard one. Don't screw it up, Bob. This is Johnny Cuz from Sevende. That's Trey Trey. We want to say congratulations to Bob I'll talk to yourself Titwill for his 100th episode of the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. Congratulations, buddy. I love you. Storytime is back. Here I am once again. This story had its origin in episode 40 of the Bobcast. And what it is, is a paranormal investigation, kind of sort of, that I went on with the people of the band Sevende and a couple of their friends. I had originally talked to Sevende for the very first time back at Fest 18 in 2019, and they mentioned something about what might have been a haunted building down near the docks in San Diego, in actually a neighborhood called uh, Barrio Logan. Johnny from Sevende at one point in his life was living a little rough and he was squatting. 
in this old warehouse in Barrio Logan in San Diego. It's a really old neighborhood of San Diego, by the way. The building might have been a fishing cannery at some point. It might have been a church, too. I know I went and looked up the historical records for it and couldn't really find out much about it. But there's some weird shit in this place. And Johnny swears that he saw like some kind of almost like a demonic entity or something in this building that scared the living shit out of him. So we go, okay, well, fuck, let's go check it out. So Johnny went down. He unlocked the building, figured out a way to get in. We had to sneak in. We had to crawl through like a hole in a fence, go around. He had actually had to break open a door. We did uh, break and enter to get into this building. And we wandered all through. There's still a bunch of old punk flyers because a bunch of old punk rockers lived in this place. Like I said, it was a squat and a bunch of kids just lived in there. There were punk rock flyers all over the wall. Still, there was a bunch of human shit in one room that apparently people used as the bathroom room. There was like a paintball course set up with a bunch of like a plywood maze almost at one point of this building. This building was fucking huge. It was creepy. It was weird. We didn't really see anything or hear anything. But there was one part of this warehouse that was creepier than shit. And it was a part of the warehouse they called the meat locker when Johnny lived there when he was a kid. What it was was a big metal door, like a giant, like a restaurant-sized refrigerator door or freezer door. And right in front of the door was a chair sitting there facing the door. Johnny said when they lived there, when Johnny and all of his friends were living in this house, they kind of avoided that part of the house because it felt creepy. It felt weird. And it was so weird to see this chair sitting there in complete blackness, too. There is no light. There were no windows. It was, I think, somewhere around like 9 or 10 at night when we were in there. And you couldn't see shit. I mean, when we turned our flashlights off, you could not see a thing. It was completely black. And there's this chair sitting there facing the door to this refrigerator which was padlocked too by the way and there was no reason for anybody to be there sitting staring at that door i don't know i don't know what that fucking chair was but that was creepy as shit so right after we went to the meat locker part we kind of heard some weird shit you know but this building was like falling apart there was all the ceiling tiles were all over the ground i'm sure there were rats galore in there there was a bunch of trash everywhere We heard some weird stuff, some, like, sounds here and there. And we kind of got the fuck out of there in some ways. It was a trip. It was a weird, weird fucking thing. I'll never forget that chair because that did scare the living shit out of me. So there you go. There is another scary moment on the Bobcast. And I did for you, for the listener. And we did cleanse ourselves with Sage when we left there. And no repercussions. It was actually, everything was fine. It was very fun, but it was a very weird experience. So here's a couple more songs. The first one is Ballad of a Dry Brain. That is a pretty new Tilt Wheel song. And we're also going to hear a J Church cover. That song is called Band You Love to Hate. Here they are.
Valerie Knox of Black Hat Attack and the Anti-Queens and I want to wish Bob happy 100th episode of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Congratulations! Hey, what's up, Bob? This is Billy Lyre. Congratulations on your 100th birthday. I uh, hope you're having a great day, man. I'll see you soon. I'm Tim Piles from 91X Loudspeaker. Yes, the mayor of local music here in San Diego, self-proclaimed. Congratulations, Bob, on your 100th episode. Holy crap, you're old. What a great job you do as well. I want to thank you for letting me participate in the epic podcast with you, Bob. I'm one of the hundred. That's epic. Tell a friend about Bob's podcast. And again, congratulations from me, Tim Piles. Yeah, the mayor of local music. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm Josh. And I'm Tamara. And we're from the Hex Files podcast. Congratulations, Bob. You did something good for once. A <laughs> hundred episodes. What are you doing with your life, dude? Uh, surely nobody's listened to them all. That's so many. <laughs> uh, but the show went downhill after you started talking about dolls, I think. All right. Get it together, dude. Yeah. You, you know what? Here's to the next hundred. They'll be better. <laughs> They'll be the best. And when we're not partying with ghouls and goblins, we're partying with Bob? Bob. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Well, that was it for the Tilt Wheel songs in this episode. And that was also it for those kind of little congratulations that some friends of the Bobcast stopped by to kind of say congratulations on 100 episodes. Very nice of everyone. I really do appreciate it. I got one more story for you, and then we're going to wrap this episode up. One of the big things that I have to do for this podcast is I have to write to people, email them, write them on Facebook Messenger, Instagram, whatever, social media platforms, yada, yada. 
and ask them, hey, can we set up an interview or can I use one of your songs in an episode of mine? That kind of thing. And through 100 episodes, that's a lot of people. I've written to a ton of people for songs and also to say, hey, will you come on the Bobcast in some way, shape or form? Most of the time, I get a great reply. Yeah, go ahead and use the song. No problem. As long as they own the rights to the song, it's absolutely no issue if they give me permission to use the song and they own the song. Same thing with people that I write for interviews or some kind of something for the Bobcast. I get great responses from everybody. Everybody's been super, super cool through 100 episodes of this goddamn thing. There was one that I got, though, that it's kind of a badge of honor, and I really do like this. And it's not that big of a deal. It's just really important to me because it's kind of it's strange in a way, okay? I wrote to Venom. I wanted to use their song, Don't Burn the Witch, in an episode that kind of had something to do with witchcraft, okay? This is a response I got from Kronos of Venom, by the way. I said, hey, can I use this song in an episode? I'll tag Venom, blah, blah, blah. This is what he wrote back. Hi, Bob. You'll need to get permission from the copyright owners of the music, BMG. It's a licensing issue using music on podcasts, and normally that comes with a fee, I'm afraid. Thank you, and hail Satan. And I added the hail Satan. Kronos didn't actually say that. But when I was a kid, Venom was a fucking scary band because I thought they, like, kidnapped and sacrificed kids to Satan. I mean, Satanic Panic was in an all-time high when they were an active band when they first kind of started out and got big, right? Yeah, they scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. I loved the fact that Kronos gave me a little bit of a lecture on how music licensing works. I really appreciated the response. That was very great. So there's a little bit of information for you. That's how music kind of works for a podcast. Yeah, we could get into more of the technical details if you like, but no, I'm about done, I think, with this episode. And it's not really that great of a story, but I just love the fact that Kronos from Venom fucking wrote me back. Like 16, 17-year-old me would, oh, holy fucking Venom wrote me back, dude. Oh, shit, I'm cursed now. He's going to send the fucking devil after me or something like that. Let's move on to the end of the episode. Okay, I have one more congratulations note to the Bobcast for 100 episodes. This was from my friend Takahiro of the band Turncoat. They are from Japan, so here we go. Takahiro doesn't like to actually record himself speaking and does not want me to play anything of him speaking because he's embarrassed of his kind of broken English. And I said, dude, don't be embarrassed by that in any way, shape, or form. You're great. Don't worry. He speaks better English than I do. I mean, come on. But this is the note from Takahiro from Turncoat that he sent me. Congratulations on the 100th anniversary. We are Turncoat from Japan. Congratulations to Bob for the 100th anniversary of your radio show. Thanks to everyone who listened to our song. Now, I played a couple of Turncoat songs. God, I played them, like, on three different episodes because I fucking love that band. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, let me let me go back. Thanks to everyone who listened to our song. I'm grateful to Bob for being the bridge between us and the people listening to this radio show. We are now doing studio work for a new album. F- hooray, let me hit that applause button one more time. Holy shit, yes. Great. Great. Okay, good. We also want to go on tour in America. We're looking forward to meeting everyone. Thank you and cheers, Takahiro and Kiyomi. And Kiyomi is Takahiro's wife. It's a husband and wife kind of duo. Kiyomi plays drums. Takahiro sings and plays guitar. Kiyomi sings as well, too. And the bass player, I don't know what his name is, but 
I think he sings sometimes too. Fucking great band. Check out Turncoat. Thank you, Takahiro and the rest of Turncoat for that message. God, you, you guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much. And on that note, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so, so much for partying with me for 100 episodes of this Bobcast. Stick around. I do have some great paranormal stuff coming up very soon. Of course, more band interviews, that kind of thing. Lots of stuff coming your way. I'm definitely not short on material. In the meantime, though, what you could do is subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That'd be great. You could also become my patron on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I want to party with Bob. There you will get exclusive and bonus Bobcast content. Also something I haven't really mentioned too much in any of the Bobcasts, check out my YouTube channel. There's a bunch of videos up there. There's a bunch of Tilt Wheel videos. There's one of Dickie Hammond playing some songs. There's a paranormal investigation I did with Katie Burr up on there. There's a bunch of other silly new videos I've been doing lately. There's a bunch of rad stuff. That address for that YouTube channel is fucking stupid. YouTube.com slash channel slash gibberish, okay? It's much easier. Go on YouTube, search I Want to Party with Bob. It'll take you right to that page or even Google I Want to Party with Bob YouTube. It's like the third or fourth link down on that the Google search results. So it's super easy. Did you get all that? Did you subscribe to the Bobcast? Become my patron on Patreon. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you can. That'd be great. I definitely look forward to seeing you all there in some way, shape, or form, or hearing, or whatever, seeing your download numbers. I don't fucking know. Whatever. It's great. Thanks so much to everyone who has been part of the Bobcast for these 100 episodes, and to all of you who listen to this silly thing that I do. Here's a song that I picked out just for you all. It's Leatherface, and it's their version of You Are My Sunshine, because you truly are all my sunshine. Thank you so much for everything. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Here's Leatherface. Leatherface.